Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 108 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt. Yeah, hello. Yeah, and there a lot happened this week in the news. Yeah. So we can get right into that. Uh, but but first... Oh, the, the Photoshop. How the Photoshop of the week. How oh. could I forget such an important part of the podcast? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big fan of this week's. I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the Watchdog Legion Photoshop. I like yes, that. yes. Uh, oh, I work for Albion. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. All right, that one is good. And you are a lady, as usual. Yes, <laughs> as usual. Yep. Last perfect, week, perfect. I think you were the lady because I was. Yeah. Oh no, that was two weeks. No, we ago. were both ladies. We were both week. ladies. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. My track record of uh, not being a lady, not great. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I have beautiful hair. I like my you hair. have the beautiful hair. It's nice and purple. <laughs> it's oh, a it, it in the the actual photo. The the woman is like seventy years old. So oh shit! Well, perfect. Yes. Uh, but now I think we're ready to just kind of hop into the news this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess we'll start with delays. Uh, all of them. All the delays. All of them. Uh, Destruction All Stars delayed until February. Yeah, when uh, now instead it will be a free PlayStation Plus game, which is bizarre. The good news is, and maybe it's because I don't pay attention to the internet too much, uh, nobody really like got upset about this. Uh, no, because uh, to me that game looked like hot trash. So that is fine, I guess. But it is weird because they were already taking digital pre-orders, so they had to refund all those. Hmm. Um, and all pre-orders in general, I guess, because now no one has to pay for it. <laughs> well, I mean, you can still pay for it. Well, you could, yeah, if you wanted to buy a physical copy of this game for some reason, you could do that. Oh uh, yeah, or if you just don't have a PS Five yet, because I I don't think you can like you can claim the PS Plus games if you don't have a PS Five. So. Uh, you, sh- I I know that is true for Bug Snacks. You might be able to claim it on the web store in the okay. new app. Because I definitely saw that for something, and I was like, oh, that's kind of yeah. I think it's specifically great. Bug Snacks because it has to be installed on the PS Five. I guess they didn't give the stipulations for Destruction All Stars or whatever. Mm. I think they only did that for Bug Snacks because it is for ps4 and ps5 right so the the bug snacks is just ps5 just ps5 yeah okay which i guess that's one of our news so yeah that was one of them is that they announced that at launch bug snacks will be a free ps5 game for if you have plus uh now, i can't have remember you... the other two for ps4 but one of them is hollow knight so people can get hollow knight on ps4 which is tight uh have you already bought bug snacks i did not buy it yet no so now you don't have to that is true. Uh, Fan Gamer actually just put out like a bunch of Bug Snacks merchandise, so you can buy physical copies from them. Uh, oh, that's cool! But it's like forty bucks, I think. So I'm okay mm. on that because I think the full price is twenty five. So right, you know, I don't know. and, and you know that's cool because I was going to buy Bug Snacks, but I I will take it for free. You know? Yeah, why not? I mean, you already pay for the the service. So yeah, exactly. Um, no, I kind of want to go off. Of, well, actually, let's talk about the the next delay, and then we'll go off. No. Of the <laughs> yeah. 
the one that everyone on the internet is handling very well, and I didn't see any death threats, man. No death threats, not even one. <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk is delayed until December 10th. Which, this is wild. It already went gold. They pressed the discs already. Like, how can mm-hmm. you do that? So they're doing it to work on a day one patch? Like, what the fuck? Specifically, it seems like specifically for the base PS4 and Xbox One. Yes, but then, so what I don't get about it is in their statement, they also said that it was like they're um, bug testing all the nine versions or however many there are. Mm -hmm. And they specifically also mentioned the PS5 and Series X versions. But to me, that's bullshit because those patches weren't even supposed to come out until next year. So it's like one of those things where it's like, well, but that wasn't going to happen at launch. But but yeah, it does seem like the performance on base PS4 and Xbox One X is, or sorry, Xbox One is mm-hmm. going to be a hot dumpster fire. So yeah, um, and uh, I'm just very proud of how mature the internet reacted to this. Oh, always. I yeah, the one was, and people are like upset because they had like already taken off work or whatever, and it's like which that I under I did see the one tweet where the guy was like, hey. I just want to make sure that this is coming out because I'm taking time off. And then the Twitter. Now, I can't get too mad at, at them because, like, the person who runs the Twitter has no control over any no, yeah, of that. It was, it was the day before they were like, no, it's definitely coming out. Yes. It won't be delayed again. And then the day after, they're like, oh, just kidding. It'll be delayed now. <laughs> and then, like, apparently, like, Jason Schreier and Game Informer reported that, like, 90% of the dev team didn't even know that it was being delayed. Yep. So, like, that's already a super bad look because of how they lied about the crunch and we're doing six-day weeks. And, like, <laughs> now they have to do that. It's just a real shitty look all around, I think. But, well, you know. and it's it's gotten even worse after, like, I don't... This is, like, unsubstantiated, but, like, it seems like a, a developer that used to work there on Witcher 3 and did all that crunch got paid, like, basically nothing for an entire month. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. I did not see that, but I would. Let me see that. if I. It, it was like four hundred and thirty dollars to work the crunch for Witcher Three. Holy shit, dude! That is not a lot. No, let, let me see if I can find the exact amount. Uh, this is this is something that broke today. Yeah, but I. So you wrote in here that you don't think that this is the last delay. It comes out uh, December tenth now. Uh, yes, uh, I think that it is. I think it has to be. We you, you said that last time. Last well, last time they delayed well, it. Yeah, well, it should have. It shouldn't be possible for them to fucking delay it again after the discs were already fucking made. So now that means that there's going to be like a 700 gigabyte day one patch. Um. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, former CD Project Red employer reportedly earned four hundred thirty dollars per month. Holy fuck, dude! You can't live on that. Well, Poland's different. Poland's different. You're right. <laughs> Um, and so the the other thing about this is it misses the cutoff for the game awards for this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's, can't, that's can't be the game of the year at the game awards now. Yeah, people are very upset because now now they're worried Last of Us is going to get it. Oh no! What a, and, you know the, the that SJW game that, that yeah the that social justice happen. warriors can't have what they want. No, no, no! That. Anita Sarkeesian will win. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, it I mean, will be interesting. I, I would vote different. I would not make it the game of the year, but we no, but know you how would, I felt about it. So it's like, yeah, you would, know. you would probably vote, uh, um, 
probably uh, Animal Crossing, right? Uh, either Animal Crossing or Final Fantasy VII Remake, yeah, probably at this or, point. Oh, well, Hades is in the mix. Yeah, Hades is sick. So that actually... I yeah. think it's going to be down to those four. I Yeah. I, see, I don't yeah, know, because I, I did like all three of those other games, so like... I mean, but you can't deny that like people really love the the Last of Us. Oh so. no, and it's like a well made game. Like I'm not saying mm-hmm. it doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying I personally would not. Yes, you would personally not. I which I understand. Uh, yeah, like I wouldn't have. I played Red Dead Two to completion, and I wouldn't have thrown my hat in the ring for that. But I bet a lot of people would have. Uh that was a weird one as well because it came out so late. So yeah, and it was like 800 hours long. Yeah, so that one I think that I think just when it came out her hurt that game as well yeah almost certainly so. yeah yeah yeah. uh but yeah uh but anyway what i wanted to bring up is today i got an email uh-huh. from best buy saying uh that they're setting up like sketch like special like pickup times for xbox series x or the series oh, yeah. x uh-huh. uh tell me if i'm crazy manny uh-huh. i picked the earliest you could possibly come in okay which was 6 a.m okay so yeah, that that's that's my plan. No, I mean that's good. Because I was like, people probably didn't want to do that. And you'll probably be there with not many people. And like, well, that's and then I can because like I'm gonna have to work that day. Oh yeah, so then so definitely. I'm gonna you know go in, get my Xbox, get it all set up, and then you know I can just start basically downloading everything I can. Yeah, and then when you get home, you'll have stuff that's ready, or you'll have your transfers done and that kind of shit. Exactly, so that's, that's uh-huh. good good stuff. So you let me know if you like if you want me to bring it over to your house or if you just want to come over here if if you're curious at all about it I guess yeah I'll probably I can just come to your house uh, so. that day probably so and then uh, we'll do the same Friday because I'm gonna yeah. wanna I'm gonna wanna uh, see what the the PS uh, five has to offer yeah dog so maybe we'll do a podcast uh, live actually the PS five comes out Thursday is it Thursday it's a, it's a Thursday I believe the twelfth. Right. I thought it was the thirteenth, but maybe, maybe it is the thirteenth. I think I think it is a Thursday because I think okay. I think you're right, and then like all the, the games game are coming out on the Friday. Friday. Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> that's that, that's what I keep thinking. But you're right. I think it is Thursday that it's so, so yeah. Yeah, it makes uh, no fucking sense. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you'll be able to play old games on it. So yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, and Bug Snacks will be up and like. Yes. Technically, the first party games will ship that day, so I'll probably have Miles Morales if Amazon doesn't fuck me over. And uh, yeah. uh, you, you could try Genshin Impact. Uh, I can't because it doesn't. Uh, it won't let me use my PC save. I don't care about that shit. You could start over. They Genshin. said they have no plans. No, you you start over. No, I'm not starting over. Impossible. You could play with Justin though. I, I don't want to play with anyone, so <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're playing that game wrong. Oh, the next fucking event is a multiplayer event too, so I will actually have to play with someone probably. Oh, I can let Jumbo that you're you're ready for no, the raid. I'll, I'll work with Scott on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Jumbo is the last person you want to want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our next thing, while well, next gen is happening, uh, there are some more next gen upgrade nudes, uh, news. News. Um, God of War is going to get a hot upgrade and it's going to be 60 frames a second and you'll be able to transfer your saves. So that's oh, tight. Sweet. That game will look incredible at 60 frames a second. It'll be ridiculous. 
Yeah. Uh, and the other one, which is like the most impressive shit I've ever seen, is No Man's Sky is getting a free upgrade. Uh, a lot of their stuff is specifically about PS5, but also uh, there is an upgrade patch for the Series X as well. Um, but at least they said specifically on PS5, it will run at 4K 60 frames a second, which is mm-hmm. fucking ludicrous. Uh, and the saves will carry over, which is true of both. It has crossplay across everything. Um, the PS5 specifically has the haptic feedback in the controller, so they use that. Um, and on both, you can make larger bases, and you can have 32-player multiplayer. The PS4 and Xbox One versions will not support that. Many players in the same universe, but... Mm. Uh, that's cool. And like they showed the graphical upgrade. And so like they put more stuff on planets too. So it's just like when the world gets generated, there's just like more shit. Hmm. And I think that that's wild. And that launches the day that each console launches. So No Man's Sky has gotten so many free upgrades. It's like a completely different game now. It's fucking bucket. I was going to ask, like, you have not checked it out since. No, launched. I haven't checked it out since launch. So I bet it would be a really, really cool experience now because I. I think they've had five or six major free updates. Yeah, yeah, and and you you're much more into like space. Yeah, like I wanted right. to like that game a lot, but it was just every planet was so boring, and he couldn't do anything. And now that you can like actually play multiplayer, you can build bases, you can like make all kinds of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I think that that's uh, super cool. So I yeah. maybe sometime I'll check that out because it's like a brand new game now. So, do you think uh, you ever will? I don't or know. Do you, like- do you like it's just a, telling yourself that you would check? I like it out. telling myself that, but now that Cyberpunk, well, see now that Cyberpunk is not coming out, I'll just play Yakuza forever. So take it all. Back. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> definitely going to be games like you'll have Yakuza and yeah. um, and Miles Morales. Yeah, but it is a free upgrade, so if I put the disc yeah. in, it'll just do it, and that that's that's sweet. So take it. Yeah. Um, I think there were some other ones that I missed this week that are just going to be running at 60 frames a second or whatever, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, in other news, uh, Halo Infinite seems to be a trash fire. Uh, yeah. Uh, as the creative director, Chris Lee, he left the project. He did. I, according This was reported by uh, Bloomberg's Jason Trier. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lee said that he, I have, I have stepped back from Infinite, and I am looking at future opportunities. I believe in the team, and am confident they will deliver a great game. And now is a good time for me to step away. Um, before the game releases, and it got like pushed delayed. back quite a bit, delayed. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves a couple months after they announced the delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if this is a good time. I guess maybe it's a good time for him to leave. Uh, but I'm guessing not a great time for the game. No, I uh, that game already looked rough as fuck. So, mm-hmm. like, I who knows what the hell's happening? Like, the fact and, that that game was supposed to launch with a new console and it got delayed is, like, wild. And the fact that now the creative director <laughs> leaves, like... <laughs> yeah, it's, like, not a good sign anywhere on that. No, I mean, this is, this is Xbox's tentpole franchise, and it's just sure is it's um they might have to find a new franchise to yeah because oh boy uh and then continuing this uh microsoft uh creative director uh uh leaving or you know the i guess the the trend i guess i should call it uh the everwild the rare game hit that creative director has also left the project yeah so that's great uh yeah <laughs> 
that game we didn't know a ton about, but no. I would assume it was going to come out either next year or the following year. Yeah, I would assume that, but I guess I don't really know. Yeah. Um, so that's not very good Ooh. for two of Microsoft's games. <laughs> so I'm not sure what... what and also, let's not forget, uh, last year, uh, the Coalition. Um, what's his oh, name yeah. left? As that well. is true. Yeah. So I assume I that they're just like under a shitload of pressure because Microsoft doesn't have any first-party games to put out with a new console. So they're like, yo, you guys got to make this shit happen. Also, it has to be the fucking greatest thing ever to come out. Well, I think they, there's probably a lot of just internal pressure as well because, like, yeah. working on a Halo game, there's a lot of gravity. Like, well, yeah, and like people well. already like shit all over three, four, three, yes. anyways, because they're not Bungie. So it's one of those things that, and yeah, so I bet it's, I bet it's super hard for that team specifically. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like jumping in and like working on a a Zelda game or a Mario yeah. game in Nintendo. I mean, like, there's a lot of pressure and weight to working on one of those. Projects. And like, Rare, I think, is different though because none of those people are like people that you remember Rare to be from the days when they did different things. So it's like when the Rare creative director leaves, is like I, I don't really have strong feelings about that one because it's like. I, we don't even know when that game was really coming out, right? Well, so, we still don't even fully know what that game is. You haven't even seen it. So, like, it, that part, you know, if they left early enough in development, they can fill that role and it won't be that right. big a deal. But Right. Um, I guess you want to talk about the Cold Steel 4 digital pre-order bot. So this is hilarious. I didn't know this until one of my friends texted me about it. Um, it it's, it sounds worse than it is, uh, but I guess if it happened to you, it really sucked. So I got a physical copy at home, so it doesn't matter for me. And if you went to the store like right when it came out and just bought it, it worked. But if you pre-ordered it digitally, you couldn't get it. <laughs> it like wouldn't download. And it was like at least a day or two afterwards, it was still the case. And they couldn't like say whether it was their fault or whether it was Sony's fault that it wasn't unlocking for people. But it just like if you had pre-ordered the game digitally, you literally couldn't play it. But people who were just like, oh, I'm just going to buy it right now could. So it was like <laughs> the game was up on the store and it worked, just not for people who pre-ordered it. You'd think in that case you could get it refunded. You should and then just be able to buy it. You would think that, but I I don't know. I just I, think that well, that's like a hilarious botch on someone's part because what, what the fuck? I don't think you can get like reimbursed on pre-orders uh, yeah i don't believe you can so so like but in that specific case you should be able to be like just give me my money back well yeah and, and but i also i bet on the customer support side they're just like i don't know it's, mm -hmm. you should just wait for it right it's not, it's not <laughs> unlocked yet you know <laughs> Yeah, just just wait several days. It's okay. It'll eventually you'll eventually get to play it. So yeah, I think that one's pretty funny. I mean, I still have a sealed copy of Cold Steel Three, so I'm not going to be playing Cold Steel Four anytime soon. But I have it. So I know Nukio. He also his physical release got botched as well. Oh shit! Really? <laughs> Where it I, just did come in the mail. Amazon just didn't get it to him. So oh, I th I thought that I had already pre ordered it. And then it, the day before, I realized I had not, and it it came in one day. So, oh. it's at home now. I think it came in the same package as Legion. I'll have to ask him, but I think last he thought it was just like lost in the mail. 
Oh, that sucks because he definitely is ready. He's the most yes. ready for that game. Yes, He's yes. very excited. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a real bummer for him. <laughs> he was very upset. I bet he was fucking freaking out. <laughs> that sucks. Because Justin and I may have like turned the screws a little bit on him when we were playing. Ghost. Oh shit! And he just left and didn't say goodbye or anything. <laughs> Dang. So he was definitely very upset. Yeah. Uh, and I guess, lastly, do you want to talk about... Uh, I do. Genshin Impact 1.1. 1. 1, uh, mm-hmm. They had estimated that it would come out November 11th. That is true. Uh, it does come out November 11th, um, which that patch adds a bunch of stuff. So they all the rumors about how they're making exploration easier and stuff is true. They're adding another new leveling system, which is hilarious because there's already like 17, but now they're adding a reputation system. So the more you just like do in each area, you build reputation near that major city. Right now there are two, but when the game is done, there will be seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once you get to a certain reputation rank, it will like let you track the remaining collectibles in the world so that you're not just like running around aimlessly like a fucking idiot. Um, so that's cool. There will be a slightly new area and they're finishing off the current like branch of story quests because right now it ends on a cliffhanger. Um, so that's neat. And they're adding four new characters, uh, two of which I want very badly. So I'm very excited to blow all of my gems pulling for those two characters. And I probably won't get either one, uh, but I am guaranteed a five star at least. So finally, I will get a five star. Um, do Any other thing? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was just going to ask mm-hmm. because of when this is releasing, mm-hmm. do you think you'll even touch it? Yes. At least on that Wednesday, and then at you at least touch on it that again. Wednesday because I want Jongli so bad. Because um, then after that, you're going to have your PS5. Yes. And you're going to want to be doing stuff on that, and then. And then, and then I think once Yakuza comes out, like it's all over for you. And then once you're pretty much. So I, I think that I will still play once a day because the dailies take me like 15 minutes now and I can't actually advance the story yet because I have to level up. And now that there's not as much stuff to do for me to level up, it like just takes forever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I can do the dailies in like 10 minutes and then just be like, okay, well that's the most experience I can get without just like grinding shit. So I might just do that every day when I come home or something. Okay. Um, and I, I will have enough to pull for those characters. And because I will have enough to pity get a five star character because I've pulled so many times, um, they'll probably fuck me and it won't be one of the two that are brand new, but at least having any will be better because they're all super broken. Uh, will it make you feel better knowing that Jumbo will definitely get one of the... Uh, no, it won't, because he got the last one, even though I didn't want the last one. He, Him and Scott have the first one, which I did want, and then I think just Jumbo has the second one. But both of these characters are actually guys, which most of the other ones are like tiny little girls. So I think oh, how are, how's the internet reacting to that? Uh, good, because these oh. two characters were in the story already, um, and they're just cool and good. So Okay, because I, I thought part of the appeal was just that it's just like very young uh anime girls no it depends like the there are two other characters that are not the good five star characters or four stars and they are both the waifus for everybody to 
get with. One of them has an electric guitar. I don't know. She seems okay. Uh, yeah, and so so there's a bunch of other stuff, but the PS5 version launches um, the day the PS5 comes out, which I guess is really good because I guess the performance even on PS4 Pro is like fucking rough. Mm. Uh, and that will carry over between PS4 and PS5. And they specifically mentioned that they have no plans to make it like cross save with the PC version and the mobile version, which is kind of oh, fucking okay. stupid. Uh, I would hope that they do have plans for that in the future, but, uh, and there's going to be some other new event that, uh, allows people to get a free four star character. That's super broken that I already have. So if mm-hmm. I get it again, she'll be even better. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, that's some multiplayer event that looks like trash, but it, they're doing a lot of quality of life stuff. They're giving people more of the stamina currency, they're upping the cab from 120 to 160. So it is a pretty big thing. It doesn't add a lot of explorable area, but the one in December will add a whole new area. So, Oh, cool. We will see. That one doesn't have a firm release date, but probably like the end of December or something. So, cool, cool. Do you think that's this is going to be a game that's going to be regularly updated? Uh, it is, yeah. They put out a super detailed roadmap. That, so like at least every month, there will be an update, but it's, I think it's every, at least every other month that they add like a new area. So it's like the in between patches just add like quality of life and like more stuff to do in the world. But every other month is when they will add a new section of open world, I believe. So if you wait like a year, this game will just be insane. Oh yeah. It'll be fucking huge. It's already comically large. So like the fact that, that there's supposed to be, uh, five more areas like that is insane. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that looks like the that's all the news this week. Yeah, that's all that I had. So, yes. um, cool, cool. And now we'll get into the games we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to start first because I don't even know what Part Time UFO even. Uh, so Part Time UFO came out a couple years ago on iOS. Um, And it is a Nintendo game made by HAL Laboratories, the people that like the team Sakurai heads that makes Kirby and Smash Brothers and all that stuff. Um, And so it was like this fun game, but I didn't have, I obviously had no uh, iOS device to play it on, but they had like some stealth Nintendo direct uh, two days ago where they announced a bunch of stuff and they put this out on switch for eight bucks. Um, I beat it. Uh, and it is a fun game. You play as this little UFO who comes to Earth and learns to work jobs. And basically, like, a little crane game claw comes out of the bottom of the UFO, and you pick up stuff, and you stack it. Uh, and there's physics. And it's just, like, a cute, fun little game. And I thoroughly enjoy it. Is it, like, a puzzle game? or like Yeah, it's, like, a puzzle it? game. So, like... It depends on the stage you're on. Like the first one is, hey, you have to load these boxes of oranges onto a truck. Um, and if you finish it within the time limit, you there's like each stage has three medals. So finishing it within the time limit always gives you one medal. But then there are two other ones that have like secret things where like uh, you just have to figure out what to do in the level. Like there might be some hidden stuff that you can also put in the goal area or like build this thing a specific way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you get all three of those, it unlocks a harder version of it and you can do that. Um, each job gives you money and then you can buy costumes for the UFO and those will like give you special power ups. Like they'll make you go faster, make the crane not sway as much or whatever. 
Um, but it's just like a dumb, small, charming game. And so I beat it with, I played it for like four hours, which I did not realize time flew by, but, um, yeah, it, it's just a fun, dumb little game. And like right. maybe $8 is too much for what it is. Cause I think it was originally a free iOS game. I'm not positive. Uh, it seems like it's three ninety nine on both the iOS store and the Google Play store. Oh, I didn't know that it came out on Google Play. Otherwise, I probably would have played it already. But uh, yeah, it, October fifteenth, twenty nineteen. So last oh, year. Okay, I did not know that. Um, and but it, yeah, they're it's both a, four dollar versions there. So. Yeah, it's fun. So it's like eight bucks. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just a dumb little game, and I'll probably keep playing it every so often just because there are a bunch of challenges I didn't do, and it's just mm. fun to unlock more shit. Right. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, uh, now me, uh, let's start Let's start with the Immortals Phoenix Rising demo that I did, which was on Stadia. Okay. Um, Manny, to put it as nicely as I can. Uh-huh. It was just it, the best experience you've ever had feels like a cheap budget breath of the wild clone interesting it just there's just something about it that just feels like it's missing something you know okay now i only played for 45 minutes so like i don't know if that's entirely fair but that's just what it, it felt like it just felt like they created breath of the wild but it's it's missing something you know do you think that this is the most recent build of this game, or do you think it's an old one? That I, it's hard to even say. Okay. Like it wasn't buggy or anything. It just wasn't super great. No, it just wasn't super great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also not like, like what made breath of the wild. So great was just like this very open world mm-hmm. and like basically just being able to go out into this open world and doing whatever you want where this was just very focused and it was just like, Hey, do this one very specific linear thing. So that might be part of the problem. Okay. Uh, Cause like, like imagine it, like I, I, if breath of the wild, like a demo came out and the demo was just like one of the divine beasts. Okay. I don't think that would be a great representation of the game, you know? No, probably not. Um, and so like, uh, it were like for me, what I did like about breath of the wild was just basically going into that open world and just finding all the shrines I possibly could find. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where this was just kind of like this very linear experience. Uh, you can climb anything, uh, and then there is a there is a stamina bar, which Ooh. I was disappointed in. Genshin Impact. Ah uh, yes, um, the weapons don't break. Yes, so that, same that's Genshin Impact. Yes, um, it. it it has the like the you jump from a high cliff and then it pulls you pull out a well in this case you just have wings so you just kind of like pull out your wings and then you can glide uh so it's it, it basically checks all the boxes that breath of the wild has but there's just mm-hmm. something missing at least that's what it felt like on the demo interesting um, it also felt like they were trying to be funny oh where there were like two narrators good. uh going back and forth and Yikes. it it, it it wasn't working for me to be <laughs> Um I was very excited about this game and no, now I don't 
think I'm going to buy it. Do you think you're going to wait for reviews? If they're like 10 out of 10, I, you're going to get I will there? absolutely wait for reviews. And if I had to guess, they'll probably be in the 70s. Okay. That's fair. Uh, but like, it's, it's hard to say because like the open world area might be awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, the combat did not feel great either. Oh, but cool. in fairness, the Breath of the Wild combat was not the greatest either. Yeah. That was like I would just say like middling mediocre. It wasn't like bad in Breath yeah, of the yeah. Wild. It just wasn't that was it wasn't the draw of the game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah that that was my experience with Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Uh, yeah. uh, disappointing to say the least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now to move on to Watch Dogs Legion. Oh boy. Uh, continuing the 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 Ubisoft disappointing train. Oh man. I've only played a couple hours, so maybe it gets better. But it, from everything I've seen, it's not. Uh, it just feels so generic, Manny. I mean, I expected that, though. You know what I mean? Like it, and like watching the gameplay, it literally just looks like Watch Dogs Two gameplay, but except you can play as anybody. Yeah, and it lacks that charm. And Which a likable protagonist. Well, yeah, because there is no protagonist. Like that's yes. why I wondered how the story was going to work. Like it, it seems like Shadow of Mordor, except if you removed like a central focus or something. Uh, which I mean, to call Shadow of Mordor a focused like well yeah but like you, is... you were the ranger like yes, whatever yes. the fuck his name is this just seems like because you can be anyone but you were it's just like you're just being the orcs <laughs> you know what i mean sure yes uh and it just i mean that it's a cool gimmick to run around the world and just try to recruit people mm-hmm. but i th- it, it ends up like i, I think that's gonna wear thin yeah, so then, I the review, at least the one I watched on IGN, where they gave it one of the higher scores, 8 out of 10, um, mm-hmm. he said he felt like he had seen everything there was to see like a third of the way through the game. Yeah, yeah I absolutely could see that. So that's, you know, not the greatest. <laughs> and th- let me be clear, this is 100% my fault, Manny. Yeah. Because I always wait to see reviews before I buy a game, and uh-huh. I... I so like I typically like I have a list of games I want to check out and then like if the metacritic open critic score is like 80 or higher I'll typically buy it if it's in the 70s I'll usually just wait or whatever mm-hmm. uh in this case it was like 75 and I was like oh but I really want to buy a game right now because I just <laughs> haven't bought one since Ghost of Tsushima yeah so I was like, I'm just going to go look for positive, like really good scores and read those reviews oh, and boy. convince myself to buy this game. Wow, that's and, smart. You did a good yeah, job. Yeah, very there. smart. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm super smart, Manny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I did. And then I started playing it and I was like, that was a mistake. I should have just like known a 75 is not. It, it, it just feels like the exact type of game that like you would pick up. On, I would pick up on sale or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. part of me was just like, I don't know if you remember this, but I really liked Ghost Recon Breakpoint last year. Uh-huh. And I was like, maybe it's gonna be like that, where like I really like it. But no. Cause like at least with Ghost Recon Breakpoint, like it was very buggy and broken. Yeah. But the core shooting mechanic was fun. Cause like that's like a third person like shooter. 
where this like even the shooting you're just like it's not fun to shoot it's not fun to engage in the combat it's not fun to really run around it's not fun to drive it's just not fun to do anything sounds like an ubisoft (laughs) hey 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 whoa whoa (laughs) that's a little savage but also i do feel that way yes um but like i think I, I I'm hoping I'm hoping Valhalla is at least that combat should be at least fun. Oh, Valhalla should be fine. I like I'm not gonna play it, but it it should be fine. I think that they put the most effort into Assassin's Creed. Like, well, that is their that's their temple. Yeah, franchise. that's their thing. But this game, I was gonna buy regardless of what it got mm-hmm. rated, just because like I'm interested to see it. Like, I just I need to know what it's like and like they're they're actually going for a thing that is unique enough that it's just like i need to see if they can pull this off and the answer apparently is like not really but i would say it can they pull off the gimmick absolutely the issue is does the gimmick does that gimmick make it for a good game and i think that answer is no because like then it's just not this like curated experience you know that it's always going to be better to have like a single narrative and like a single protagonist where you can build a narrative around. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe like some, do something like mass effect where you can bring in other people. Uh, but like, even, even think about like mass effect, I think like it would be even, even stronger narrative if they had, if you just had like two companions the whole time. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it it would at least be a more focused experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this just it it does it, it like the the story's just not there. As I said, there's just there's just nothing to it. It's mm-hmm. just not. I'll continue to play it because I have literally nothing else to play right now other than playing like older games and stuff. But yeah, it seems like the perfect game to just like completely just ignore everything that's happening and just put on a podcast on Spotify or something. Okay, so so that's that's my plan to to play through that. So yeah, I don't know that I'm even going to beat this, but I I have to at least like play it a little bit just to see like what the there fuck is no on. world where you beat this. Okay, well I didn't even beat Ghost of Tsushima. That was actually a good game. So I I would be shocked if you play more than five six hours. Okay, because like this is like typically I I am the like I like the open world checklist games you hate it i like that stuff and the fact that even i'm just like nope this one just feels it's not there no cool uh, i think says a lot about this game <laughs> <sighs> and uh yeah so so that's uh watchdogs unfortunately bummer uh, and then lastly, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which you just brought up. I've People been, seem to uh, think that this multiplayer is like fucking so good. It is it's shockingly good, Manny. Yeah, I, I mean, it seems like it. It seems like it's a different, like a separate game. Like they just made like a second game for fun. Uh, and, and like, let me emphasize, the like, I would say probably 70% of the reason why this is fun is because they made a really good combat system. Yeah. And that combat system is just going to be fun 
regardless of the like mm-hmm. what you what you're actually doing. It's yeah. kind of like what I just brought up with Mass Effect, Mass Effect Three. It's fun to shoot in that game. So like, yeah, of course the the multiplayer is all right. So, mm-hmm. and I would say it's kind of similar to that. Uh, but yeah, the I don't know how much how familiar you are with like what you actually do in the multiplayer, but. No, does it is it like mission based? Like, what is it like? Do you like match make into a mission, or is it like actually the open world? It's not an open world. It is just like I guess it's like a like a smaller area. Okay, and then it's just uh, it's just a horde but horde mode. Oh, okay. Uh, where it's just like there are waves, and then you just got to kind of like basically there's three points, and then there there are waves that come in, and you have to just kind of defend the the points as they as people as like the, the AI is coming in. Um, and then as, as you continue to progress in the waves, you get more and more loot. <laughs> and then like at the end, you kind of open up all your loot and then you basically just get destiny style loot. Okay. Uh, where you are leveling up your, like your character getting experience leveling up. And then you're also getting the destiny loot of, you know, like the light system, but in this, they call it like the cheese system or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which it's the same thing where you're just trying to get like higher numbers. So then you can kind of go from, it starts out as bronze and then it goes to silver and then gold. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just kind of what Nukio, Justin and I have been doing is just kind of playing with, you know, doing that like every night and just kind of, you know, maybe like an hour we do like one or two yeah. to, cause it, it takes about 30 minutes per play session. Or, oh, okay. Like, um, so Yeah. Uh, but like the way they break down the loot is very clever. You know, in Ghost of Tsushima, they have the four different stances. Yes. Uh, basically, you have like swords is one of the loot that you can have. The um, and each each stance is its own like sword type. So oh, if you okay. have like so you have like the water stance sword, mm. or you have the wind stance sword. So like you're constantly getting like new swords and like so like that is one way to switch things up and like so you're just getting like the different stances depending on your like different weapon and then like uh there's like there's the different bows because like there's the long range bow and then the short range like the normal range bow or whatever Mm -hmm. and that's just like another different loot uh loot uh but like some of like some of the loot you can only use on because like there's um much like destiny where there's like the the different classes uh, this multiplayer mode also has different classes. Uh, one of the classes is like m- your skills are more bow based. Uh, one of them, you're an assassin. Like, so all your skills are assassin based. Another one is uh, a samurai. Mm-hmm. And then the last one they call the Ronin, which the Ronin is basically just like a support class. Okay. So they can just kind of like revive people and just kind of do that kind of stuff. Or like it's it's easier for them to revive and stuff. So. Uh, I've pretty much stuck to the bow because, as you know, with me, yeah, I like bow to, guy. I'm a bow guy, so <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's that's been a lot of fun, just kind of leveling that up and getting better loot. Which, even though I'm a bow guy, I can still like use a sword and kind of go in and fight or sneak around and assassinate people. It's just one of those cases where like my special abilities are all bow based so uh typically i want to just try to stay back as much as i can and just kind of snipe people from afar but yeah i would say ghost of tsushima this multiplayer mode it's free yeah you can just try it 
Uh, I don't think there's any microtransactions. Um, no, I don't think so. Because, I mean, you have to buy the game to play it. So, like, Yeah, yeah. Um, if you have it, I definitely recommend checking it out. Especially, like, in a case where like you, where you liked the combat, but just didn't like yeah. the open world. Mm-hmm. You may actually find, like, more enjoyment out of this than... Yeah the like the actual single player game but yeah this is just it's so well it's very well thought out which i mean like it's just a horde mode with destiny loot so like it's not anything like uh necessarily like new but it's just taking a good combat system and figuring out ways to to continue it so yeah i I, I, oh sorry go ahead no i was gonna say i had also seen that either next week or a couple weeks from now they are adding like a raid thing Yes, uh, which is kind of something we've been working towards is just kind of getting ready for the eventual raid. But okay. we're just kind of taking our time anyway. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure like because it, it seems like we've probably played maybe eight hours this week mm-hmm. and we're already at probably level 80 or at least like our like light level is like level 80. Yeah. And I think like the max is 100 or so. So oh, okay. like, we're pretty much at like raid level at this point nice and it does seem like once the raid is done like i don't know if they're planning more content after the raid but yeah i would definitely say this is my favorite multiplayer game i've played this year or at least from like this year but that's not really saying a lot because the only other game i've played multiplayer is a among us or not is that wait among us fall guys and fall guys fall guys yes Because Among Us was the one from a couple years ago. Yeah, like a hundred years ago. That just weirdly got popular. Yeah, it got popular this year. <laughs> that was just on NPR. Really? Yeah, they were. They had uh, some woman from Waypoint Radio on. Hmm. I don't really listen to Waypoint. So I was going to say I don't know them. who. I don't know that they have a female on their staff currently. Oh, unless uh, it's def- Gita Jackson. It might have been. Because I I technically, they're weird now because like even though they work for different websites, they're still all technically vice gaming. Well, like they specifically said Waypoint Radio. Uh, She's on Waypoint Radio. Okay, it probably uh, is Gita then. With vice games. Yeah, she used to work at Kotaku for a really long time. So, yeah, and that was just like a weird thing. Like, it just weirds me out when I like video games get talked about on NPR <laughs> and and like of, of all the things among us. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Just really weird. But yeah, she was talking about I, I just want to bring this up. I just thought this was really odd. She was talking about how like her neighbors, she like just saw like her like neighbors and like the kids had like a party and like all the kids were like playing among us. Uh, but like fuck? in person, they're like at a party, like playing Among Us. <laughs> it's just like a weird, like this is what kids that's do now. Bizarre. Yes, like it's just that's yeah. Uh, but like kids, when they're on the playground, they like they used they're to killing play, their friends live. They, they they used to play like Fortnite and pretend that they're like their favorite streamers and stuff. It's just kind of weird. That is fucking bizarre. It, <laughs> like you just I. Kids are weird now, Mitty. We're, we're yeah. old men yelling at clouds. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's it for the games we've been playing this week. Um, yeah. Obviously, you haven't played too much because you are uh, not. You haven't been in town all week. So no, yeah, I hundred percented, well, half percented Mario Galaxy, and that's really mm-hmm. all I did this week. Um, so 
which I assume not a lot to say there. No, yeah, it's just Mario Galaxy again. Yes. Uh, It's one of the best Mario games ever made. It is. Um, It's very good. Yes. So are you ready to hop into uh, part three? Fucking bet I am. Uh, To talk about Fate of the Furious, Mm -hmm. uh, a movie that you had scathing remarks on last week. I just Um, don't think it's very good. And it seems like you're continuing the trend. I am continuing this trend. So I, I said this yesterday. I mm-hmm. think that it is a good action movie. I think it mm-hmm. is a bad Fast and the Furious movie. D- really? Okay. Yeah. Because, like, okay, if you think about, like, 5, 6, and 7, they mm-hmm. are all action movies, but it is about the ensemble cast of Fast and the Furious, right? And, right. like, everything they are doing is, like, they're working together or... Like, there is a lot of, like, interaction between the cast and, like, all of the action scenes are happening because of things that they need to get done or, like, help advance their whole plot. Fate of the Furious feels like they made action set pieces and that was it. Right. And it just, like, none of them are even, like, that good, I don't think. Like, they're they're fine and, like, they're cool just from, like, an action standpoint. But, like, I feel like half the time all the actors are trying to be cool on their own as opposed to, like, working together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I mean, now that you mention it, like, there is no jumping from a plane. It's like skydiving in a car in a plane from a plane type of, like, action sequence no uh there's the we can just kind of jump around if we want to but like there's the one where they're in new york city and then all those cars just kind of compiling yeah they use like a a fucking zero day exploit in um self-driving cars to like stop a russian motorcade so they can steal a nuclear football well okay so the, the basis of the plot is that Charlize Theron's character Cypher is like the world's best hacker, even though she doesn't do any of the fucking hacking on her team. So that doesn't make any sense. Um, She's so good that she doesn't need to. She doesn't need to. She just she wills the hacking into existence. Uh, Uh, She does at the end. She does. She she does hack at the end because she says everyone else sucks too much at it. Mm -hmm. But basically, like she has leverage on Dom and. I think you are texting me someone that you're... Do you mean to text someone else? Oh, shit. Uh, Okay. Yes. That's weird that it did that. Sorry. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. Um, She has leverage on Dom, and so he basically betrays his team to work for her, and you find out that the whole plot twist is that it's his... She had... Cypher had kidnapped Elena and his son that he didn't know he had. Um... And so he has to do all these jobs for her because otherwise she'll kill his son. Um, and it just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And they like work together with Shaw because he, because he's there. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess like, to, like, do you want to do the plot this week? Because like we can at least get it going a little bit. Well, Adam, like, there really think... isn't one, though. I feel like it's just they do a series of events where they need Dom to do stuff, and he goes against his own team 
to well, save like his it, kid. It starts out. Well, I did want to bring this up before we even get into that. Yeah. It, it's established they're in Cuba. Yes, because they're on their honeymoon. Because Letty remembered in Seven that they were married. The, it's definitely their honeymoon and they're not just like living there. Yes, like, because they, they mentioned the honeymoon several times. And he's like, you interrupted my honeymoon. and blah, 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 blah. Can you even go to Cuba on your honeymoon? I don't fucking know, dude. Also, they call him like his cousin lives there, right? Yeah, his cousin lives there. So like, wait, yeah. does that mean that Dominic Toretto is Cuban? Yeah, so that means John Cena is too. Because Dominic Toretto sounds Italian to me. Yeah, dog. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, I so that would that would definitely confuse me right off the bat. Yeah, it makes no like, sense. I'm like, wait a minute, you're Cuban? I always thought you were Italian. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. It, it's just weird. And like that that whole first scene is cool, quote unquote, because like that is one of the most Fast and the Furious parts of it. Is he races that? cuban guy and his cousin's shitty ass car and he uses the fucking magic soda can trick that brian taught him or whatever to blow up the car (laughs) and then it lights on fire that he's just like i'm just gonna keep going well yeah and then he like wins in reverse it's Mm -hmm. just yeah it is the most fast and furious yeah it's the most fast and furious part of the whole movie but like then after that it's just yeah it's just i don't know i feel like it has none of the like charm that the rest of the movies have uh yeah because then like after that he's just kind of walking around and that's when charlie's throne uh introduces herself yeah uh and then after that she like basically like tells him that she like she just was like i'm recruiting you and then then it cuts to the next scene where it's just uh you know hobbs is Get it. Oh yeah, because then Hobbs is—he's at his daughter's soccer practice. Game. Yes, and I don't think that part is funny. I know it's supposed to be the, him doing his weird Samoan dance and shit, mm-hmm. and it just—I don't think it's that funny. Yes, there's that whole interaction, and then he like basically takes this job, and if it goes sideways, he's going to be uh, a criminal, which makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Uh, nope. And so, yeah, like there's trying to steal an EMP from this place in Berlin. I don't remember. It doesn't even matter. And so like then they work together with Dom and his team and then Dom goes rogue because he needs the EMP or whatever. Uh, Yes. And it's just Uh, like, uh, okay, so this is my question. They're Mm -hmm. they're doing all this stuff to get this nuclear football Mm -hmm. Uh so that they can take it to a Russian separatist base and fire the nukes from a sub, which they need the EMP to get into the base. Yes. And to then shut down the sub so that they can hack it, Mm -hmm. which doesn't make sense because the EMP would shut off all the electronics so they wouldn't be able to hack it. Uh, No, no, it it, it resets the electronics. Oh, it resets them. Okay. See, you're just not... I just wasn't paying enough attention. I'm not a good enough hacker. To, no, you're to definitely not a good enough hacker. Uh, so, so I, yeah, but then like she's doing that for so that she can hold countries accountable. Her whole thing mm-hmm. makes no sense. What do you mean? It, she's a fuck, very what, well thought out character. What right? the fuck does that mean? That she's going to be able to hold countries accountable? Doesn't that sound like a good thing instead of a bad thing? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're on the same page there. <laughs> I, well, I, I feel like if you're a country, you wouldn't want a person having a hold of your nukes. I would assume that would be no. Bad. But it was like it was a Russian separatist thing, so it wasn't even like they were taking they were taking the nukes from bad people. Yeah, but then you have like some random. Well, sure, sure. I'm just yeah, saying you have some random some... hacker lady, but I'm just saying, like from our viewpoint, that would be a good thing, quote unquote. Because she just doesn't trust the world governments, but from like obviously, if you were a government, that would be bad. Yes, if you are a government, you'd be like, well, wait, what's stopping her from coming just, after us next? I yeah, so the whole thing is weird, and then like her character mm-hmm. at the end just devolves into hating Dom because he ruined her plans twice before. Because they, that's the one of the bigger reveals is that she was technically in control of Braga and uh, Owen Shaw. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think of because like there was the double cross by Dom, and then as you said, stole the nuke. Yeah, and then and there then was we... a whole back and forth of like, oh, he, he, there's a reason why he did this, and blah blah blah. And then then as you said, eventually it was discovered that it's because she has Elena and Dom's son. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, and then they brought in the, and then I guess we could bring up the fact that The Rock was definitely taken to prison. Yes, and so that is my favorite scene of the whole movie. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense that he would go to prison, but that is my favorite scene of the whole movie is (laughs) when him and Jason Statham are breaking, well, so like... Well, not just just this, that. Like their interactions before that are pretty. They're, good. they're they're pretty funny. I think that those two actually have like a moderate amount of chemistry, which is why Hobbs and Shaw like kind of works. I well, it helps that they're both like decent actors as well. They are, yeah. And so, like that, then they introduce Kurt Russell's character in the last movie, Mister Nobody, and like he says he'll get the Rock out of prison, but the rock doesn't want that. He wants to get out on his own or whatever, but then they open up the, his cell anyways. Mm -hmm. And Jason Statham is able to like get a stun baton and break out of his cell. And then everyone is let out of their cell and they just beat the shit out of everyone. And it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just basically a prison riot. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But Jason Statham is like, the, the stuff he does is fucking buck wild. <laughs> yes. Uh, which some of the stuff that uh, uh, The Rock does as well. Oh, uh, yeah, just like throws people, like bats mm-hmm. them around. Like it's fucking <laughs> nothing. Uh, and so then they're just like let out of prison, which makes no fucking sense. They're just like let them go. Mm-hmm. And, it's it's, you know, right. it's fine. Fast and the Furious. Uh, and it's they're all working together with Mister Nobody to stop Charlize Theron's evil nuke plot. Mm-hmm. And it just and, uh, the little Nobody sucks. Yes, I was going to bring my whole point was this to bring up like which I get that character is supposed to kind of suck, but like yeah. maybe don't write a character that's supposed to suck. Yeah, it's just like, like, he's like some new agent guy, and he just is shitty. Yeah, there's there's really like nothing redeeming or likable about him. No, and he like fucks up everything all the time and doesn't listen to them, and it's just it's weird. It's weird. I I I just don't understand the point of you know just writing a character to that to 
to suck. It doesn't yeah. really make sense. To me. And so, like the only the only part of the plot that I do somewhat think is all right is like their whole Dom's whole plan to set up Cipher, mm-hmm. where he like hangs his cross that apparently he hung a tr- he put a tracking device into, mm-hmm. and like hangs it in Cipher's magic invisible plane. So that Jason Statham can track it, and then he fake kills Jason Statham, and he has the two Mexican rappers, Don Omar and Tego. Which before that, he he had a secret meeting with. Yeah, Jason he has a secret Statham's. meeting with Jason Statham's mom, who is Helen Mirren, which is still buck ass wild that she's in this movie. <laughs> uh, uh, and then she's coming back as well. Yeah, she will be in the new one, but she was also in Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. It, it's just weird but anyways they also have a family thing going on because yes. Deckard Jason Statham's character was like asked by Cypher to steal the EMP that they had Dom steal and he said no and it's just weird and she fucked over other Shaw Owen Owen Shaw right yeah it's just, it's just a whole weird thing Yes. Um, and so, yeah, they like are able to find her secret plane and like fucking get in there and saves Dom's kid and whatever. Cause they earlier, they kill Elena. Yes. Uh, because Dom wouldn't kill Letty. Wouldn't kill Letty to steal the nuclear football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, I will say, um, since we are just bouncing around, uh, that plane sequence, Oh, with Jason Statham when he's carrying the baby, it just it's a terrible Fast and Furious scene, mm-hmm. but it's a great action scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he's just murdering everyone. With just the literally baby. murdering everyone with a silenced <laughs> gun, which doesn't make any sense because th- they knew he was on the plane, so the fuck is he using a silencer? I, yeah. I assume he's using the silencer for the baby. Oh, that would make sense, yeah, and he put the headphones on the baby with the because like even like a silencer is not like silent. No, it's so then like, you're right. That's probably it's for a the suppressed baby, the baby. Yeah. And then like between like the the headphones and then this like the silencer, like I assume that would be for the baby. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he just goes on a murderous rampage, but doesn't get Cipher. No. Uh so she'll. Do you think? Oh wait, I'm. I was gonna ask a question. I already know the answer to. So yeah, she is in nine. Yeah, she's because like I I assume like she's the one who hires John Cena. She is. Her whole thing is now she wants to kill Dom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which means John Cena is going to be part of the family in ten. Oh, one thousand percent. We talked about that already, right? Yes, Where yes, ten we... is two movies, and then okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, I kind of want them to then bring in like someone like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then he can just give like the the stunner to somebody mm-hmm. uh, that that would just be fantastic. Yeah, it would be because at, at this point, I fully expect the, the the franchise to to do that anyway. Like, why not? Because I think I think it was in the last movie. I don't think it was this movie. Uh, the Rock did his like signature wrestling. Move. Yeah, that was in seven. The the Rock Bottom. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, just. I mean, why not just go full of wrestling at this point, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, uh, it, this is another one of those movies where things just kind of start blending together and not a lot of exciting things happen. No, like nothing middle. really that exciting happens and it just feels like it loses all of the charm. 
and I like I don't know if that's just because of the direction or if that's because Paul Walker's not there or if it's just like because of the shitty relationship between Vin Diesel, Jason Statham and The Rock that it was like partially weird too because that's I think when they started to have their weird falling out. It just like it doesn't I, I yeah to me it just doesn't feel like a Fast and the Furious movie especially because they go back on all of the character development that they did over seven films. Well, did Vin Diesel's character Dom have a lot of character? Well, did his entire character is the whole thing about family. So like mm-hmm. you really think that Jason Statham killing Han is like he's just going to be cool with it? They're all like good. Okay, that part, sure. I mean, and, him like giving up everything. To give him giving up everything for his son, like sure, that that, that would be part of his character. But like the yes. fact that he would work with Jason Statham and then like let them well, be at the family barbecue. Yeah, that part is zero weird. So like, it doesn't he, work. He definitely was not working with Jason. Oh wait, he did work. No, with he Jason did. Statham. He was the one who set up the whole deal, and he got Owen out of prison. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so like that makes no sense. Yeah, I that's and like yeah, I don't know. That that part he... is just weird and like their whole the way they when Jason Statham is there and they're just like, We'll never forget what you did and then forget what he did seven minutes later <laughs> is like mm, okay, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh yeah, this was a movie that I couldn't help but watch and just think, I wonder how different this would be if Paul Walker Yeah, like I really wonder if they had like a completely different movie if like script for if Paul Walker was alive and they just like had to do something completely different. Or if it would have been like Paul Walker versus Vin Diesel in this movie. Yeah. Which like, even then that would have been a better movie. Yes. (laughs) Uh, uh, Because yeah, I think I, cause like, I think that would have been really interesting where, uh, you know, as I said, just like those two going up against each other as Dom's trying to save his son, but like nobody else knows. And... Well, and so like, I think that they also kind of shot themselves in the foot and had no real way to get out of it too, because like the team is smaller by nature because Dom is not there. Paul Walker is dead. So he couldn't mm-hmm. be there and they killed Han and Giselle. So it's like they have to have The Rock and Jason Statham play up the rest of that team after they added Ramsey. And like they haven't really developed Ramsey as a character. So like who gives a fuck? Which, which she's she's only gotten one movie, so it's not entirely. Well, exactly, different. yeah. And like, but even in this one, like she doesn't get any characterization or anything. She just is like, I'm a no, hacker no. who Roman and uh Tej like. Right. And like Roman and Tej as great of a character as they are, they are not going to carry a movie. Yeah. Carry an entire movie. So it's like, cause they're I, just kind of like, they're just, uh, they're just comic relief. Yeah. And like, uh, at least, and then at Michelle least Rodriguez nine, is not going to carry a movie. No, at least, at least in nine, like they bring Han back. And like, I yes. think the hilarious concept of Vin Diesel fighting John Cena is there, but then like, they obviously don't have Jason Statham in the rock. Which so, I think those two are definitely the strengths of this movie. Yeah, and so like they will lose a lot for that. I just hope that it goes back to being more of a dumb Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how that goes. But like in terms of this movie, I, yeah, I, it's it's really hard to just kind of yeah. Because as I said, like I to me, Jason Statham and The Rock are the only good parts of this movie. I 
don't really. I'll, you know what? I'll give Michelle Rodriguez. I thought this was her best performance. Yeah, that's probably Letty. True. Letty did not suck in this movie. No, and maybe that's just because Little Nobody was there to suck the most. Uh, no, no. I think like she definitely got like. I think her act. She like she stepped up her acting the last couple. She's definitely getting better at it. Yeah, which yeah. which helps. Um. And just, yeah, I, I I don't know. This this movie is just okay to me. Yeah, it, like it doesn't do a lot for me. Like I think as an action movie, like I said, it's oh fine. And then mm-hmm. as a Fast and the Furious movie, it sucks. Yeah, there's. I don't have a ton to say about this movie. No, just like most of it is disappointing. Like I remember walking out of the theater and being like, Meh. yeah. So. I mean, at least in nine, Han will be there, so I can get excited no matter what. And like, even um, the the so like even the action set pieces they show in the trailer for nine, I think, are better than in this movie, right? Like, the big thing in this one is a nuclear sub, and like that's fine. Uh, the the one scene where the rock gets out of out the, of the and like it holds the torpedo to um, to push yeah, it. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that is that is a very uh, you know Hobbs the rock thing to do. Um, and you're like yeah so that's cool but like think about in the in the trailer for nine they fucking like use a rope bridge to swing their car like tarzan and then john cena's car gets picked up by a fucking magnet plane and then like they they fight on top of a bus like it just looks so fucking dumb and like in the best (laughs) way possible so and I, i also think part of the reason why this one doesn't work as well is like because they are going against Dom, like there are no scenes where they are together really. And when there are, it's just not the same. Also Dom would be dead. Oh, for sure. You mean when he got blown up in a nuclear explosion, the cars would not cars surrounding him would not save him from a nuclear explosion. Oh no, they all would have died too. Everybody's dead. Yes. Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. (laughs) And so the one way that I think they can rectify the plot for me is if they f- they let you know that they knew Han was alive this whole time. Oh, and that and that would be why That's why they like were more okay with Jason Statham. I don't think we're going to get that. Oh, we're not going to get that now. Oh my god, and then they reveal that Dom's kid's name is Brian. And mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck?" And like I get I, it. I get it, but there's there's no way they can explain it well in the next movie, dude. Like at least in this one, they were like, "Oh, we can't get Brian and Mia involved in this one." But at least, like, yeah, Mia wasn't there. So in the right. next movie, like, there is literally no way they can get away with that. <laughs> Brian Junior. Brian Junior. And so yeah, like they'll they'll bring Mia back into it, and so like then there's there's more characters, right? And like Han will be back, so it just is like closer to what it was but still i still think without paul walker and the terrible explanation they'll have it'll be fucking they they should not it'll have done be this. upsetting yeah, yeah. they should not have done this they, unless no. they bring back gail Godot, then it's all all okay mm, she's gonna come back in 10 in 10 or for like the women spinoff that's my guess that'd be so tight i still think the she... women spinoff should be about suki well, it could be both. It could be both. It's just one of those cases when you think about all the women 
Well, yeah, who like who is that movie about? Is it about Michelle like, Rodriguez? Yikes, I don't want to see that movie. Is I it like about, who can carry like which of the women actors who can carry a movie? Yeah, I don't. Gal Gadot like, is the one person. Yeah, exactly. Because like fucking, even though Jordana Brewster is okay as Mia, like what the fuck is that character carrying a movie for? Suki well, like, is like not even a character, so maybe they could make that into a movie. I Jordana Brewster, like rewatching these, like she's in this move these movies a lot less than I thought she. Was. Yeah, she definitely is because like they basically just use her to be kidnapped especially like like one she has the most like character development and just screen time like as as it goes on five and one in five one in five are the two that she is like actually in because like even six or seven like she's in the one scene she's in a couple scenes and then she's just like shipped off to Puerto Rico. Or yeah. And like, so that's one of the reasons why Michelle Rodriguez was like super pissed off and said she wasn't going to come back anymore. If they didn't like give the female characters more of a role is because like, right. what the fuck do they do? Like it exactly. gets kidnapped slash exists as like a person to ship off and be protected. Uh, they kill Gal Gadot, even though she was a good character. Uh, Which did they? Yeah, she did. Is she? Well, I mean, like, I don't think she is because it's the, the the way the franchise is. But I mean, she fell off a runway going at like ninety miles an hour, probably. Yeah. So you know, you're, but you, she you didn't. Get, like, I'm just pointing out. I'm that saying, Hobbs, well, okay, well, yeah, yeah. Hobbs yeah. fell like way more. Like Hobbs way fell further. way more. Fucking, they all died in a nuclear explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, they could easily just be like, oh, but she just lived. We just didn't look for some reason. No, Elena is definitely dead. Elena got shot right in the face. Yeah, she did. Um. So. Yes, like I that like and then like Cypher or not Cypher. Well, I guess Cypher. Yeah, like what uh, is the movie about Cypher? Because like they could. Well, we we forgot about uh, we forgot about Ramsey, but like I don't. She hasn't really. No, and Natalie Emanuel is a good actress. So like, if they actually made a movie about Ramsey, I would accept that one. I think it should be about Ramsey or Suki, and it's not gonna be. It's gonna fucking be about Michelle Rodriguez. So probably get excited uh but you know maybe ramsey will get more and like she'll be able i would to hope so it. they still haven't even said what her fucking last name is uh yeah which i mean that i guess is part of the joke it's part of the joke but like come on man come on yeah i i would so it is like that watching this again like it just makes me be like oh god seven was such a good ending like what did what did we do here like as yeah. much as I am excited to see Han alive again, like they should not have done this. Probably not, unless they had like a good plan. No, they did. Seems like they didn't have a great. No, plan. and like that's why I think that eight doesn't even have a post credit scene is because like I just mm-hmm. think that they had no idea what to do. They just knew this franchise makes a lot of money, so like just pump it out. Which, yeah, I mean, like, the last one made the most money of, like, any of them. So, like, it yeah. makes sense. They were like, we got to make another one. Yeah. Uh, but I don't... Whatever plans they had... They Definitely were derailed, yes. Yeah, so. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do have a good title for the, the podcast. What is that? Um, I don't... It might be too long, but the line definitely made me laugh. Uh, it was uh, the yo shrinkage. We got a ca- we got a sub to catch. 
Uh, those, those, how, every time Roman uh, talked in this movie, it was good. Like when he says he looks, <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom. I didn't even recognize mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, and then and then, uh, then Hobbs calls him shrinkage. Yeah, and like also uh, <laughs> at the end when he's like, I got to get my selfie game on. Mm-hmm. He takes a selfie with all the explosions <laughs> in the background. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and I like when he makes fun of little nobody. Yes, because little nobody continues little nobody to suck. continues to suck. I think Mr. Nobody sucks too. Like Kurt Russell is a fine actor, but like he just exists to be so they can say they have Kurt Russell in this movie. Uh yeah, he's just like the most stereotypical secret government agent. Yeah, yeah. That runs like a very like off the books government it team like it's just like it's so well like that's what's so stupid is like they already had hobbs and his dss team be like the super off the books government team so like oh this one's deeper though yeah this one's deeper. and they know each other they know each other yeah i just want to watch seven again well, we got to watch uh, one last one, man. We do, and I thought that they didn't deliver my copy, but turns out they packaged it with my new router that I did not open up. So, oh, okay. I have the DVD of Hobbs and Shaw as well. And you'll be back before. Yeah, I will be. I get back Monday night, so okay, I will be able to watch that. And I don't look forward to watching this movie again either. Uh, this one, at least, you know, is more fun. It is more fun, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's a spinoff, so it's not a Fast and Furious movie. No, and it, but it is called literally Fast and Furious Presents, colon, mm-hmm. Hobson Shaw. <laughs> yes. This is, like, just an action film. It is. Like, so my problem with Hobson Shaw is that I feel like it's too long. Okay, that's probably fair. Uh, and so, like, it just at a certain point, especially when they're, well, I don't want to spoil Hobbs and Shaw, you know, but it, like, it, at a certain point, I was just like, man, this movie's never going to end. Holy yeah, it's fuck. two hours and 16 minutes. It's, well, this, so the, the the non-extended version of eight is two hours and 15 minutes. So it's like mm-hmm. the same length. I don't know. And so, yeah, I think it's... the pacing in Hobbs and Shaw is not great. But when you think about how it, it's two hours and 16 minutes and probably two an hours hour and 45 and minutes are, of it are just action. Yeah. So that's good news. It is. <laughs> also, I, I, I just like these two characters. And I, like no, I think actors, that, yeah, so the like... way Deckard and Hobbs interact and the way they fucking hate each other is funny. Uh-huh. Yes. So at least it's got that going on. Like they, it, they do. I will not say they have good chemistry. They have a moderate amount of chemistry. They have more than zero chemistry. Yes. And they're capable of one liners and being funny. Unlike Vin Diesel. Uh, oh, his are funny. Not for the reason that he wants them this, to be. The street always wins, Manny. The street always wins. And like that, that's <laughs> another reason why I think that like eight is so weird is because Paul Walker is the one who like, brought the characters together mm-hmm. and like he was like the bridge between ludicrous tyrese gibson and vin diesel and the fact that he's not there just makes it feel so sterile and weird yeah it feels empty yeah it, this movie does feel empty and like something's missing yeah so i don't know i god i want mine to be good so bad 
I can't imagine it's worse than eight. It can't be. But like, I just, I just don't want to be disappointed by nine because a movie where Han comes back from the dead should not be disappointing, but I think it will be a movie that John Cena is in. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That is true. I mean, it's going to have John Cena and Han. It can't be terrible. It can't can't be terrible. I just think that I'm going to be disappointed regardless. Like the trailer I've watched a hundred times and it makes me so excited each time. But like it, the trailer does seem more like a fast and the furious movie to me. I guess I would have to go back and watch the trailers for eight, but at least the trailers for nine make me like, okay, this is more like what I am looking for from this fucking franchise. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Oh my God. Okay. I hope this running time is not correct. What? Uh, Fast and Furious nine. Like it, like if you just kind of Google it, it yeah. like, it's a. It says three hours and eight minutes. That would be so tight. Oh my god. Okay. I don't know if the fast they can carry a movie for that long though. Uh, a fast uh, and furious uh, movie for three hours. I think that might be pushing it. Sung Kang, man, just three hours of Han. Let's go. Uh, oh boy. John I'm Cena just... has so much acting to do. I just. I hope that it's not three hours long. <laughs> no it's gotta be oh god it's gotta be because that would feel too long oh it will be too long guaranteed (laughs) guaranteed well then like what the fuck is 10 gonna be right if they have to split it into two movies like what are they like four hours a piece like what do you even (laughs) what do you do at that point but also this is the one where they like it like leaked that they probably go to space right so like Listen, if this movie's three hours and eight minutes and they go to space and Han came back and John Cena's there, like, sure. Full animation. <laughs> Are we going to get, like, fucking do it? A complete, like, John Cena actually joins the group in this movie so in they can take movie? down Cypher again? Hell yeah. yeah. Look at, so what I want, and I've said this the last couple times, but now this is, like, the last one that is out, so we can talk about it, I guess, is. What I want so bad for 10 to be is like Avengers Endgame style shit. Mm -hmm. Like I want it to be, well, I guess not because now, now Shaw's like, doesn't like Cypher. What, but like, what if it's like Braga and Cypher and everyone else? Like who was the guy in seven? I don't even remember his name. Mose Jaconda. Uh, right. Cause he, yes. Cause like he turned on Shaw, like, uh, uh, well, I see. It's hard to say Shaw because like there's the two. Shaws. He, he turned on Jason Statham's character. Yes, Jason Statham. Um, and so like he was helping Cipher as well. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, sure, why not just like have every villain bring back the guy from Too Fast, Too Furious, bring back uh, I don't the know fucking you, Asian guy from the first movie. I don't know if he would bring back five. Uh, like he doesn't seem like he's, he's dead to decipher. Oh, he's the rock shot him dead. in the head. You're right. Um, Maybe he's a cyborg. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could do something with that, and um, yeah, just bring back I, literally everyone. Who cares? I don't. Bring them all back. Sure, why not? Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just trying to have a of, like, giant mech else. fight at the end. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! It could be like Transformers. Where it could like just all be the... like Transformers. Yeah. 
all the cars combine into one into super. one yeah it's like voltron shit yeah see mm-hmm. like i'm there for that if they do that <laughs> that will not happen but like if i believe i am almost positive that they go to space in nine so i don't know if i'm ready for that i'm ready for that that's the only thing i can accept at this point john cena's his brother what the fuck it doesn't even make sense just do whatever you gotta do Oh, they killed yeah. Han twice, <laughs> and he's still alive eating chips. So, like, just just do it. Just they killed him. him twice. Well, because he dies in Tokyo Drift, and then they like re-killed him in a different way. They like mean? retconned that shit and had Jason Statham kill him instead. Well, no, Jason Statham didn't kill him. He blew up his car. He was the one who t-boned his car. Well, yeah, but that, I mean, is that wreck? It was the same scene, though. Well, but it wasn't because his car doesn't get T-boned. Yes, it does. Not in the, well, not by Jason Statham. Well, no, they added that in. Yeah, well, then they also add in the whole part where Jason Statham, like, is there. Uh, sure, I so, guess. Like, I, it, yeah. I don't, I don't think, I'm just saying, like, I don't think you can say he, he was killed twice. I mean, they just kind of, like, added on to his. Yeah, I mean, that scene is completely different, though. Like, they just completely redid it. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. But I guess he got away. He Sure, he escaped down a secret manhole. (laughs) It's fine. Like, I, I, out of all the characters to come back, (laughs) other than resurrecting Paul Walker from being literally dead in real life, uh, Han is the one I would want. So yeah like i uh... well but then like they so i didn't even remember that the two don omar and tago were in this movie in eight so like they did come back like when i saw them credited at the beginning i was like what the fuck i do not remember that yeah they were just barely in they were barely in it but i mean they were still there so it's like at least they have the potential to also be in nine and ten well, in Bra- they brought back Braga in seven. Yeah, right. Like, and they brought back the fucking FBI guy too. So, like, I, they, I think these people would come back. It's just the only people that I think might not are Gal Gadot. Uh, yeah. Because um, at least everybody you- else is at least like a shitty action star or like an action star or a wrestler. So it's like, sure, what the fuck are you going to do? She, like, actually is good at acting, though, so that's the point. Well, like, like, Kurt Russell as well. Kurt, okay, well, Kurt Russell's all over the place. Do you remember the episode of South Park, Kurt Russell's TV show, Fighting Around the World? I, no, I'm just saying, like, he's actually, like, a well-known actor. He's a well-known actor, yes. And, like, he's, like, okay, Helen Mirren, sure. Why yeah, the like, fuck they, is she in this? Why? They are way above. They're so, so far above. (laughs) Where, like, Vin Diesel, like, this is the pinnacle of his career. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Whereas, like, how did you pay pay Helen Mirren to be in this movie? What the fuck is happening? I'm just going to throw out a name and see see if it sticks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nicolas Cage. See, I, I don't know. I feel like they need to be... At this point, they can only be wrestlers. <laughs> Xavier okay, I'm Woods. Okay with this. I, I, I'm, oh, that would be amazing. I, if Xavier Woods is in this in any of these, I would take that. What about Kenny Omega? Yeah, Kenny Omega as well. That would be. Oh my god, that'd be so fucking sick! <laughs> Holy shit! Get them both in there. Get them both in there. I would, oh my god, I would take that. Or like, even if like it was just the new day. Like, if Kofi Kingston was 
it, mm-hmm. God, please. Just <laughs> t- 10 is old wrestlers only, the film. <laughs> and there's no cars. There's no car. They just are wrestling the whole time. Also, I would take, yeah. Because, like, at this point, who gives a shit? Just right, do, right. Do, what, do what you got to do, man. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Action stars versus wrestling. That's, yep. It's just, what the fuck were those movies called that were just the, all the older action stars? Like, Oh, the Expendables. The Expendables. It's just that. <laughs> but with wrestlers. But for two movies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure, sure. That's all I got. I, yeah, like yeah, I... Yeah, in, I don't know that they're actually going to bring the spinoffs into the franchise or not. So, like, I don't know that Hobbs and Shaw is actually going to be tied to it. I don't know if the female-led thing is going to be tied to it because it's one of those things where they said the main franchise will be over, but then who knows? They could keep the spinoffs going for literally ever. So Yeah, it seems like they're trying to do the whole Star Wars thing. Where it does. Like, and we all I, know I it worked out so well for Star Wars. It's, it's working out great for Star Wars. I mean, cause... yeah, The Mandalorian is fine, but boy. And Rogue One I, was fine. I was going to say, I've heard good things about Rogue, Rogue One. One was good. Solo, no thanks. Uh, no thanks. Uh, yeah, and then I have not heard great things about that the trilogy. Holy fuck, that last movie was so shitty, wildly shitty. I'm glad I stopped when I did. <sighs> fuck, dude. Because it seems like it only got worse. Uh, I like the Last Jedi, the second one. Mm-hmm. There was a plot that was going to happen, and then they fucking went back on it because people are babies. Why would you actually allow Star Wars to be different? How dare you? <sighs> yeah. That's why, like, part of me kind of wishes they would just kind of end Marvel. Uh, I, I, that I think they can do whatever they want. I, I mean, just more like Endgame is such a great stopping point. It is, but now they're at the point where it's like, look everybody who got in on this train, they got off this ride unless they give a fuck about comic books. So like now it's for, now it's for me. Yeah. Now, now I think they're, you're going to see like, uh, X-Men really yes. take over. Well, let's go. I'm reading the reboot of X-Men. Mm-hmm. So like, let the do, let me do that. Let me, I, will I watch a new blade movie? You fucking bet your ass. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I think, like, Endgame was a, a fantastic point to, like, end everything that they've done. But, like, I'm not, I'm going to go see all the movies. I'm not complaining. It's just one of those cases where, like, I am a little worried that, like, it peaked at Endgame. Oh, it definitely peaked. I think most people are off the train now. Which, I mean, like, it's hard to say because, like, we just haven't had movies. Well, no, like, and like Black like, Widow was supposed to be out by now, right? But they... yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten a new Marvel movie in over a year now. So, which I well, whatever. This is a totally different subject. I don't know how the yeah fuck we've come on out on Disney Plus, but they didn't put Black Widow out on Disney Plus because I would I'm actually guessing... pay to watch that movie. I'm guessing they were just testing the waters with Mulan before they did. Yeah, who will pay thirty dollars plus a monthly fee to watch this mm-hmm. film? Psychopaths. Because uh, Milan doesn't even have the songs in it. Who cares, man? It doesn't even have Mushu. It didn't? No. I, I, did, I didn't watch it, but when I found out that it didn't have the music, I was like, all right, I'm already out on this. And then they were like, yeah, we don't have the dragon. And I was like, what, what is this movie? 
Yeah, that seems like Who a cares? Bad... That's like the whole thing. Yeah, like the dragon's like a huge part of that. I know. Movie. If they could have hired Eddie Murphy as a voice actor, it would have been fine. But or just they, anybody. They did not do that. So. Either also, way. I don't know if the movie would work as well. No, but I stand, I, I stand by it that I will pay $100 to watch nine, Fast and the Furious 9. Yeah, uh, we discussed this, and we would be both willing to spend at least $50. At least 50 bucks. Um, we would probably split it, because yeah. we're not idiots. No, that's fine. I mean, I would love to it. see the film with you. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> But I think, yeah, that's going to do it, probably. I don't have much mm-hmm. else to say about this franchise. Hobbs and Shaw is a spinoff, so that that gets wild in a different way. But Yeah, that... that... That's uh, different, but uh, we have to still rank the movie. We do. Um, I I know with how you feel about this movie, you're yeah. going to want it low on the list. Yes. Um, at number seven is Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, I know you're not going to you're going to argue Tokyo Drift is better than that. Uh-huh. Uh So, like, we're talking seventh or eighth. At the I think this movie should be in eighth place. Like, because as, as I said, I think it's an okay action movie. I think it's a bad mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious movie where, like, I would way, way rather watch Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, because, like, I, I mean, you still get Tyrese Gibson. You still get Tyrese still Gibson. Get like, and I love Tokyo Drift, even though it's a weird mm-hmm. movie that not everyone likes as much. But, like, I would way rather watch Tokyo Drift, too, because at least it was still trying to be a Fast and the Furious movie, whereas I feel like this is more an action movie that, like, lost a lot of what I actually liked about these movies. Right, it, it it definitely just didn't have like the group character dynamics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It I, it kind of feels like Age of Ultron. See, I, like, people feels really like, didn't like Age of Ultron that much. I don't remember anything about it, so maybe I feel the same. Well, that's and that's kind of the problem is like when you if you went back and watched it, you'd be like, man, this is such an important movie for like where they take this franchise. Yeah. Because like it basically sets up Civil War, mm-hmm. which Civil War is huge. Yeah. But like it, it's not the. It's just kind of like a weird middle chapter where it's just uh, when you think about all the other Avenger movies, like the first one, and then you have like uh, you know Endgame and uh, uh, what was the one before Endgame? Infinity War. Uh, Infinity War. Like it's just it's not as good as those four or the other three. Yeah. 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 So it's just more middling. And I, I do think this is just like, it just kind of like it's middling and just kind of like, it's okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm perfectly fine putting it eight. Uh, but I was also like much higher on two fast, two furious. Than yeah, like yeah. Everybody else in the world. It mm-hmm. seems. Um, so yeah, I mean like, I'm not going to fight and argue. I would probably put it ahead of Tokyo drift, but that's just cause like, I don't really care for Tokyo drift. So. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, I'll just kind of run through the list and then we can call it call it a, an episode. So mm-hmm. uh, number eight is uh, the fate and the furious, the fate of the furious. Uh, number seven is too fast, too furious. Number six is Tokyo Drift. Number five is the fast and the furious, which is the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is fast and furious, which is number four. Uh, number three is fast and furious six. Number two is Fast Five, and number one is Furious Seven. Mm-hmm. Next week, we are watching Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. 
which will be the end of this. Uh, maybe we'll bring this list back uh, when we watch Fast Nine. Oh boy, I can't. Uh, we remember. won't like watch all the movies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Rank them, <laughs> but we'll at least like just throw Fast Nine in uh, wherever. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, we're keeping all the lists anyway, so we mm-hmm. can just kind of keep that going. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see where uh, Hobbs and Shaw ends up. If I had to guess, seventh. You think so? I would guess, well, I'll have to watch it again. I was going to say, I think either fifth or sixth, probably. Okay, you think it'll be higher than Tokyo Drift? Uh, Maybe. I See, I was just thinking, like, because I didn't think I'd be able to convince you it'd be higher than Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I think it might. I think it, that's where it probably would be. Or, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird movie, so, like, it depends. Yeah, like, I, I mean, for me personally, I could see me arguing it as high as fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see because we've only seen it the one time. Yeah, so I don't was, know how I feel about it. Yeah, and that was back in January. Mm-hmm. Um, it does suck that I can't rent this movie now. I own it on Blu-ray. You can borrow it because, <laughs> like, I think it's because it's on HBO now. Uh, yeah, a lot of things are on HBO Max now. So I think the plan is I'm just going to sign up for a free trial of HBO Max. Hmm. And just watch it on that. Yeah, there's only like three of them on HBO Max, so it's Hobbs and Shaw and like two other random ones. It's really weird. Because I, I don't want to pay $15 for this. No. I, mean, I, I paid just... $10 for the Blu-ray to have forever yeah. and cherish. Yeah, but I don't want to have physical anything. Oh, well, I gotta have it. So I think I'll just sign up for <laughs> HBO Max for free and then just watch it and then cancel HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that'll do it for this episode. Yeah, that's it. That's it for this episode. As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. Uh, and we'll be back next week with the final movie in this uh, look at the Fast and the Furious franchise, Hobbs and Shaw. And then after that, it lined up perfectly with the launch of the new consoles. So we will probably just talk a shitload about the new consoles and not really have a yes. part three. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um... And let's hope that the the country does not explode into a civil war by next week. Uh huh. Let's hope that. That's 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 the big hope at that's this point. The, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if we have an episode next week, that means the at least some things are normal. At least something is okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, we'll uh, catch you guys next time. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>